welcome to the Sock Lives. Here again with Mr. Anthony Howell. Say hello, Anthony. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, and once again, you seem ecstatic. How should I? Okay, let's do a little coaching session. Hey, Ed, what's going on? It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. No, I didn't say I wanted you to be Shadow Stevens or one okay. of those fake radio <laughs> DJs. Just a little more. Hey, glad to be here. Hey, how are you? Hey, like, how are you? How about like, hey, hey, how are you? Hey, how hey, are man. you? Hey, man. I, I just want to seem cool. Like I'm. Sound like you've been lobotomized. Oh. Do you sorry. know what that is? Yeah, that was the uh, what happened to Jack Nicholson's character in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. One of my favorite movies of all time. That's right. A lobotomy. lobotomy. I used to know a song years ago about a lobotomy. Yeah. It was. Uh, okay. What was that? It was probably not something you can repeat these days. It was a humor song about a lobotomy. Oh, I remember. There's another phrase. I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal, frontal lobotomy. lobotomy. Yeah. And that Sounds generally like, is true. Yeah, I guess so. Because yeah. the bottle in front of you doesn't mean you're drinking it. It's but it true. does mean you have the ability to form thoughts. You still know it's a bottle and that it's in front of you. So that's a good thing. What was the song? I'm going home again to see my children. Uh, Take them for a ride out in my car. Because the next time that I will see them, I probably won't know who the hell they are. It's a lobotomy. It's a lobotomy. They're going to put two scars upon my head. It's a lobotomy. It's I... a lobotomy. It's better to be that way than be dead. I hear like uh, Weird Al Yankovic almost like it's polka. It, all, it has like a like a, a like a polka standard kind of lilt to the. I I learned that song, um, accordion. well before well before. Weird Al Yankovic came on the scene. Yeah, that song is from the seventies. I was just... but a but a wee pup. Yeah, you were just a lad. And I learned that song from a relative who made it up. You were like a you were like kind of like one of those like hide sort of like show the ankle sports socks, rather than a full like. Don't uh, go there. Knee high. Don't go there. Okay. You know, knee high was a drink. No. Yeah, great knee high. It was really a popular drink in America in like the fifties. It was a grape soda, grape knee-high, spelled N-I-H-I. Radar used to always drink it on mash. N-I-N-E-H-I, grape knee-high. Oh, I see it. Look at this. Yeah, super. It looks like something that would, well, they still sell it. You can get some. It's not pie. It used to be really popular, though. I mean, I think they still sell RC Cola and Tahiti Treat. But I don't know anybody that drinks that stuff. Oh, dude, I used to have Tahiti Treat all the time in high school because they had it in the cafeteria. I always wonder who makes the decision to stock Tahiti treat. I don't know. Like when Maybe. they're going through making an order, who sees Tahiti treat and says, you know what? I'm going to check off Tahiti treat. I got a buddy who works for Lay's and he goes around to different grocery stores and he sells people on like, here's what chips you want. So I'm assuming there was probably some kind of a sales rep being like, this is really fun. It looks like candy and the kids will buy it and you'll make money. It's like the same people who go around convincing store owners to stock Bounty and Three Musketeers bars. Bounty's dope. I love it. Oh, I've never known a human being to take to eat that that thing. It yeah, always I every time it. I go to the store, it has a greater layer of dust on it than last time I was there. Then well, it's not as bad as Big Turk. I mean, Big Turk. Oh, is, Big Turk. You know, I used agree to say, on something. Here. I used to say that Big Turk nobody nobody ate Big Turk. And then I had people tweeting me saying they love Big Turk. Isn't it short for Turkish delight? Yeah, it's Turkish delight. Yeah, which is a popular thing. I guess in Turkey. Um, classic, classic misnomer. It's my really friend Paul time. from uh, Kim's Convenience, the star yeah. of Kim's Convenience, and also uh, a uh, 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 ranger on uh, uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he loves Big Turk. He swears by it. Hmm. But okay, gets it stuck who, in his little goatee there. Who eats Three Musketeers then? I don't know anybody. The only time I've ever seen it even con like consumed on television or in real life is on Seinfeld when Kramer was doing that, uh, the real Peterman tour and he was giving people three musketeers as dessert. Probably because it's a joke because yeah, nobody because wants three musketeers. What's in a three musketeers? Is it I think it's just a la thin layer of chocolate with a bunch of nougat. Is there any nuts in it? I don't think so. I don't know. I had a three musketeers bar last Somewhere in the early 70s, I had like one bite, and that yeah. was enough to turn me off for the rest of my life. That and Mars bars. Hate Mars bars. 
All right. Well, I think that's it for me then because I fucking eat them religiously. I have like two or three a week. I fucking love. I love Mars bars, especially the and almond Snickers. Sign me up. I'm not a big fan of the Snickers. Well, this almond one is the only one I can eat because I can't eat the normal one because I'm allergic to peanuts, but I can eat the almond one. And that is the best. That's as close as I can get. So I can offer you a peanut one and not tell you? Well, I mean, if you're trying to get rid of me, sure. Yeah, but I think I'm going to be able to tell the difference. I, I have some Do you have an EpiPen? I used to. It, I think it's expired when I was like, I don't know, 16 or something. I'm really? That's, uh, I'm glad you're keeping up with your <laughs> safety procedures. Follow up on that. I don't know. I just think I, I've... I've gotten like pretty good at being like uh, controlling my environment. Like I don't eat out at like Vietnamese restaurants because they're just generally epicenters of like peanuts in in food. So I don't go there. Or I was just wondering if like see if you had an EpiPen. Yeah. It'd be funny to me to feed you like a Snickers with nuts and just watch what happens and like watch you swell up and start choking for a bit and then use the EpiPen. I think that would be hilarious for me. If this was a video podcast, maybe I would entertain the idea, but I don't it know. It would be awesome. You'd enjoy that, would you? Well, knowing that it comes out with a happy ending, a knowing safe ending. It, yeah, it's like it's like uh, any t- it's like uh, basically the whole premise of Jackass. There's always an ambulance standing by. Yeah, except in Jackass, they're aware they're going into this. This would be you not knowing. Oh. So it'd be like punked and Jackass together. So punked, punked ass. Watch as we give Anthony a chocolate bar filled he's with not... peanuts. <laughs> what happened? Oh, he's choking. Oh, I haven't read the instructions. Look at the, the color of his skin. I haven't seen that shade of red since I went into a paint store. It's like I knew he had a big ego, but I didn't think his head would get this big. Oh, the people are here doing my lawn. Oh, our guys are coming. What's the name of your lawn company? Because I bet Lawn Boys. Better. Lawn Boys. <laughs> How about Mr. Mow It All? <laughs> It's actually kind of clever. I just, that's why I hired them. I typed in on Google lawn cutting Toronto and the first, like I saw five or six different ones, but I saw Mr. Mo at all. And I was like, yep, that's it. That's the one. Now, uh, we both sound like a pair of elitist scum having other people <laughs> do our lawns. I don't know the size of your lawn, but I live up north of the city. Um, and I have too much lawn in the front and the back. Like I could qualify as a provincial park. Um, and you, there's no way. I'm getting out there and mowing all of that. These guys show up, they're done in 10 minutes. They drive along in their, uh, on their motorized uh, scooters, their motorized oh. things and just up and down, up and down, up, and then they're gone. So you have a, f- they have full blown ride-alongs? Oh ride-on yeah. Mowers? These, oh yeah. Okay. These are, these are like compact ride-along. Don't put, mowers. Like, don't put me like, in this. Don't put me in the elitist category. I don't have a very big backyard, but I just don't have anywhere to put a mower and we live in a rental. So I'm not going and buying a lawnmower and just leaving it in the front yard or the backyard. I'd have to like, for me to get to do it myself, I would have to buy a shed first, which is about a thousand bucks. The cheapest one I could find. I may be 600 bucks, but it's ugly. So the cheapest good looking one that I found was about a thousand bucks. And then I'd have to buy a lawnmower and then I have to build the shed. I'm not going to do all that. It's cheaper year over year. Cause I, we don't know how long we're going to live here. We might move to just pay the kid to come and do it and then the landlord's happy i'm happy and so it's again it sounds elitist but i you know i've thought this through so yeah no the, your elitist stuff is buying very expensive little <laughs> demi task cups for your espresso <laughs> and buying expensive chess sets <laughs> my chess set wasn't that expensive it was a table that i bought on, on kijiji so i don't know how you how you justify that as elitist i know you're trying i mean if you're gonna go after me for anything i mean you could go after me for the for the car because I have a pretty nice car, or the fact that, um, I don't know, what else? I eat elk. That seems like kind of douchey and elitist, don't you think? Where do you get expensive. elk? Oh, you go out hunting. At lo- no, at the at the Loblaws close by. The the East Mall Loblaws, shout out. They actually stock elk meat. Um, uh, and what, why do you have elk? Do you find it, what does it taste like? Well, for starters, it's just much higher in protein and much lower in fat than other typical red meats like it's a game meat it kind of tastes like filet mignon to be honest the one that we get it's super tasty and you and it's it's more along like the way that they prepare it is more along the size of like the recommended serving size so it just seems like the most efficient way to enjoy red meat without taking on any of the associated health risks but then i do eat a lot of mcdonald's too so i guess it all balances out you know what (laughs) 
ever since we started recording, we have said nothing of any interest to anybody who's listening. Anybody. We have, we've prepared stuff and we haven't well, even we've talked about anything. nothing of any interest whatsoever. So let's, let's pretend the show just started now. <laughs> let's just, <laughs> let's pretend none of that happened. Yeah. Um, welcome to, uh, welcome to the, the sock lives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony is here with me. We're going to cut the first. Everything, See, you, did... everything you just heard was in your imagination. You know, if you ever wonder, hey, what do people talk about before they go on, on recording? Yeah. Well, now you know. It's not even as boring as what we just talked about. Usually we're just kind of joking around a little bit before we start. We miss a bunch of good good content. Yeah, we, we waste to, like, a I think... lot of good content in the, pre, in the pre-arranged thing that, the, where we talk in, in advance. Yeah. And then we go on and we talk about nonsense like, like uh, lawns being mown and mowed and <laughs> okay. things like that. Comparing our comparing our lawn mowing services, but people might be interested in that. We don't know. You'd want to email us. Here's a good opportunity. Do we want to throw to the uh, email right now? Is it too um, early? Yes. You want to run your little? No, we're not running your 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 jingle right now. We'll run that at the end. I thought we said we were going to. We have to do it in the middle because people aren't going to. Not everybody's going to listen all the way through. And did you not tell me that you got an email? Like it's working. Um. Yes, I did get an email. Okay, so there we go. So we know that if we put it, like, I mean, if we put it at the end, we'll get maybe a couple. But if we put it in the middle or right at the top before the thing starts, before even the the titles or for sorry the intro song, if we just put it there, we're talking about boring things again. <laughs> sorry, we've digressed. So uh, an update on the Indiegogo. Oh, because I know some of our audience was was quite incensed that the Indiegogo money had not been released. Um, good news. They uh, contacted me a short time ago uh, and said that uh, their investigation was done. We are in compliance and they released uh, the money. They released not all of it because they keep a, they keep a a chunk of it for providing the platform and they keep, they keep a chunk of it in case people want to get refunds which I think they should just give that to me. And if someone wants a refund, I'll refund it out of the money. So what is that? How does that even work? Like, so at the end of the day, what percentage of it do they keep? Are you, can you talk about that or? Well, they, they keep, they keep about 5%. And that includes both the potential. No, the, the other is like another couple percent. So it's like 7% in total. Yeah. Huh. But that's still, I mean, you hit your goal and then some. So even still, you're clearing your in, for in, initial intended goal, correct? Yeah, we're actually just at our initial, in, with all the submission and all the subtractions, yeah. we wind up at our our uh, initially stated goal. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. And I've been talking to uh, myself so I, and uh, yeah. Leanna have been talking to our VJs oh. and uh, planning our first uh, recording. We, oh. like, we're waiting until in Ontario, the stay-at-home order is lift, lifted. Didn't because it? They lifted I don't, it, though, didn't they? No, it's middle of June, I think. I th- oh, it comes out June off June 2nd or something? No, I think they extended it another two weeks in June. The one thing I find strange is that they said that as of Saturday, you can get together with five people or less outside, but there's a stay-at-home order. How does that make sense? None of this has made any sense. None of this makes any fucking sense. You know, like the stay-at-home order, which means... Don't go out unless you go out. Right. If you have to go out, make sure that you just go out for things that you need to go out for. But stay yeah. home. Stay home. Uh, stay home no matter what you do, but go out when you need to. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't make and any sense. Um, but uh, we, I don't want to have. I don't want to be going out there shooting and having some uh, cop come over and give us a ticket for being out in the open. Now yeah. you can claim that what we're doing is business. We're engaging in business. We happen to be, you know, because TV reporters, they get to go outside. Um, they don't yeah. wear masks on their broadcasts. And I'm sorry, Netflix, like Giotto's been, did, did a couple, did hair for a couple people, friends of ours that have Netflix productions over at, I think it was either Cinespace or that one over on Brown's Line near the William F. White building, kind of over there where there's a couple of studios. And she was in and out of there, and that was during the lockdown. Like, they were still, produ- they were producing content. So. I know they have, productions have... Uh, very stringent rules that have been set in place that they follow. I yeah. was on set uh, twice during the lockdown for things, and uh, they make you get a COVID, a rapid COVID test. Yep, yep. They check your temperature when you come in. Uh, it was awesome. Make... She got she got paid for her time too for to taking the COVID test. I don't know if that if you got that, but well, 
I've never worked for a production in Canada that would do that. It was, I think it was Netflix. Good for them. So they're finally ponying up. This is also boring. Um, so anyway, uh, one, uh, I want to thank one fan. I, I promise we'll get to something more interesting. I yeah, want to thank one fan uh, named Jeffrey. Um, I don't know if he's given me okay to say his last name. Jeff. But uh, Jeffrey wrote a, uh, an email to Indiegogo on, on New Music Nation's behalf, really ripping them a new asshole. Thanks, Jeffrey. Yeah, he went off on them like, oh, it's a nice chunk of text. Do you have it, any uh, excerpts that you can share? Um, if this project is being held up because of a single unfounded complainant, then Indiegogo is nothing more than a scam service that ought to do a better job of handling issues such as this. Ooh, that's cutting. That's sharp, Jeffrey. Yeah, it's uh, he. Oh, well, he he was he was very good. He wasn't just ranting. He made no. he made good points. Some and, legalese in there as well. It sounded like. Uh, what's that? Some legalese as well in there. It sounded. Yeah, like. and then they were they were replied to him saying that they had released the money after they leave, released the money. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. So can, thank you, Jeffrey, Thanks, for Jeffrey. Uh, wow. for doing that. And uh, what was the other thing? We we got an email. People asking about bands. Right. Yeah, we did. I and uh, I don't remember who this guy was. Uh, so they were asking, where is it? Here it is. I have some questions for you. Uh, so which bands you prefer over the other? Yeah. So it was sort of like an, a this or that type situation. All right. Uh, um, and I don't remember the person's name. I feel very sorry, but I don't remember your name. Do you have the email in front of you or not? No, I actually, this is the thing. I get messages in nine different places. Well, maybe you need to do a little bit of housekeeping so that you only get them in one spot and then you have folders for them in your one spot. So you can just, because that's what I do in Gmail. It's like I have a Chroma Hair Shop folder and I have a the Sock folder and I have a miscellaneous folder and I just go, oh, I got a new email. I'm going to put it here. So if I need to refer back to it, I can just click that tab. I'll come over and give you some email lessons. How's that sound? Yeah, just let me know when I have a funeral that day. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this guy... Yeah. Uh, wanted to know about some bands. Yeah. Okay. He has quite, it's like this band or that band. He wants me to, to say this or that, whether yeah. I like it. Now, a lot of these are bands that Can, a lot of Canadian bands when I was looking at they're them. all, they're all Canadian, I think. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. They're all Canadian. Men, I thought Men Without Hats was Australian. No, it's Quebec. Who is from Men, uh, the uh, Men Without Men Jobs. at Work. Men at work. They're, they're, you're men with jobs? You're, men without jobs, I said. Men without jobs. <laughs> yeah, that's them. That's them, right? From yeah, America. from Australia. <laughs> men without jobs. From Australia, yeah. They, you can uh, dance if you want to. You can leave. Yeah, no, Men Without Hats was uh, was Quebec, I believe. Um, oh, all right, so he's got some questions, and let's run through them. Um, sure. Here, you read them off to me, and I'll, okay. decide, I'll tell you which one I prefer. Okay, uh, so he put... TPOH, which I'm pretty sure he means the pursuit of happiness, or Northern Pikes. Okay, I initially had no idea until this moment what TPOH stood for. TPO. The pursuit of happiness. I think their big song. I know. I know pursuit of happiness. I'm an adult now. I got this. Yeah, just because they released that song, yeah. I'm going to go to Northern Pikes. Okay. Because <laughs> that song, I hated that song. I'm an adult now. She's so young. She had the answers. She oh, God, fucking ear bleeding. Yeah, that was bad. And then okay, so Perhut. Sorry, Moberg. Northern Northern Pikes. For those who you don't know, she ain't pretty. She just looks that way. Remember that song? Yeah, quite. And that's a good song. Yeah, I remember the video for that when I was young. Freaked me the fuck out. You know what? I was. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, that was a sneeze. What the hell was that? Who's a sneeze? That's what you have the mute button for. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Northern Pikes. Yeah. I was with them, you know, brought out to uh, Iqaluit, Nunavut, uh, for a big uh, winter carnival dog sled race they had. Oh, wow. Is and, that the uh, Iditarod? Uh, no, it's it's not anything that that expansive. Um, but uh, And it's also an igloo-making contest. Cool. Like, I've always wanted to make an igloo. These igloos are really they're pretty sturdy. Um, I made a Quincy once. It's not quite. It's like a. It's like a the the stupid man's igloo. 
Quincy. I've never heard of a Quincy. The only Quincy I know is Jack Klugman. Um, Northern Pikes, they were the band that was brought out there to play. So, and I, I, I vaguely remember they were nice guys. If they were assholes, I would have remembered for sure. For sure. Well, if you don't remember them being assholes, then chances are they were nice, correct? And nice right. is usually forgettable. Next. Oh, okay. Next. Um, the Okay. The Parachute Club or the Spoons? I had a hard time, like, even... Spoons. What was their big hit? Nova Heart was Nova. one of them. I listened to that song. It was fucking terrible. Like, I'm sorry. I love Nova Heart. Uh, Romantic very... Traffic. I think we would have a tough time being friends. We have very different tastes. Well, I don't mind you being wrong. Um, I don't mind you. <laughs> all right. Um, the the Spoons definitely Parachute Club. Aren't they Rise Up, Rise Up? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, um, just on the merits of that song, they can't win any competitions. Rise Up, Rise Up. Oh, jeez. I hate it. That was everything that was wrong with the 80s music was stuff like, like the Parachute Club. Yeah, they I wish somebody would have pushed them out of a plane. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, okay, so this one's easy. Brian Adams or Corey Hart? Is I don't know tough? why you say it's easy. It's easy for me. It's easy for I just say it's easy because I recognize both names. Corey Hart. Corey Hart, of course. Brian Adams, if he had stuck to his first album, Cuts Like a Knife, yeah, I would have a harder time. I might choose Brian Adams. I feel but... like Brian, Brian Adams has more classics, though. I mean, he's got... Brian Adams sucked out. He did those damn... Those damn uh, uh, met or what do they call it? Uh, ballads so that people oh. can play them at weddings and he can get really rich. For you. Wasn't that the whole fucking goal is to make music and get rich if you're a musician? Well, he did it. Yeah. He did that it. song from Don Juan DeMarco. What was Have that? you ever really loved a woman? No, it's true. Everything I do. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. Like every, every rock band does That's one true. ballad. Rod Stewart did that for a while too, didn't he? In the nineties, like he kind of pushed out a little bit. Rod Stewart, I've never been a fan of Rod Stewart. I like Rod Stewart's Rod voice. Stewart. Yeah, I don't like his music. Oh well, there you go. That's I like tough. Young Turks, but that could have been because of the age I was at when I heard it, and my taste was less sophisticated. Sure, sure. You've gotten better over over the years. Yeah, I've never been. I've been a fan of his his voice, but not necessarily the songs. Um, but Brian Adams, he, he wussed out. He, he took, he cashed out. He stopped producing anything really rock and roll okay. and started producing wedding songs, yeah. um, which falls into the same category as the Macarena and the Chicken Dance. He went, he totally went Bolton, although Bolton was Bolton from the beginning. Yeah. So, okay. Well, uh, Corey let's Hart, say... however, yeah. Corey Hart, he only had like a couple of songs, but I still like those songs. And he just okay. released a new album, apparently. Oh, really? Which I'm going to have to check out. Okay, let's go apples to apples here. Is Sunglasses at Night a better song than uh, uh, fucking I Got My First Real Six String? Summer of 69? Uh, summer, is 60, summer of 69 versus Sunglasses at Night. Let's break it down to that, keeping all things equal, which is the better song in your mm. mind? It's a tough one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have very different moods to them. One is very joyous. And the other one is very... And the other is is is... Kind of creepy. Um, but you hear them both at like at like whatever classic rock night. Okay, if I'm if I'm let's just say I'm in the car, all things, and I'm I'm flipping back and forth between stations, for example, yeah. which I don't really do anymore. But let's just say it's back years ago, and I'm flipping between stations, and sure. Brian Adams comes on with uh, "Summer of '69" or Corey Hart comes on with "Sunglasses at Night." I would still listen to "Sunglasses at Night." Right. Because it's not as overplayed. Yeah. Fair. No, yeah. just I, I, as much. I like the vibe of it a little bit better. Because it, it has it has a sort of a synth thing going on, doesn't it? Like there's a it's it's got a I like the mood. Yeah. I like the mood. All right. All right. Uh next. Moving on. We have uh honeymoon suite or blue rodeo. I have never ever understood blue rodeo. Me neither, to be honest. No, they're up there with tragically hip as bands. They recognize our artistic and produce music that people like, but I've never understood the popularity. I don't get Blue Rodeo. I never got Blue Rodeo. I still don't get Blue Rodeo. I don't get Blue Rodeo. Blue Rodeo. Blue Rodeo? Blue Rodeo. Blue Rodeo? I like So it's got to be Honeymoon Suite. Honeymoon Suite. So I got a new girl now. 
and she's I a lot like you. Not like you. Versus say that you're leaving. Isn't that Blue Rodeo? I don't know. You murdered you mur- it so bad, and I can't tell. I guess it hasn't hit me yet. That song? You know that song? Hasn't hit oh, me Oh, yeah, yet. yeah. I, not a fan. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, the yeah. thing is, you go to, like, uh, Honeymoon Suite uh, website now. Yeah. And they're all, like, a lot older. <laughs> honeymoon's, honeymoon's over? Yeah. No, it's uh, Third Marriage Suite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, let's just skip the ceremony. Um. Uh, Burning in Love was a good song. Yeah. Honeymoon Suite is now Let's Get Married at Town Hall. Burning uh, in Love, uh, by the way, was about somebody who had syphilis. No, it wasn't. I'm just kidding. Ah, uh, You know, there's a band called The Darkness who actually, they have a song called you're Growing on Me. And it sounds like, oh, you're really growing on me, but it's actually about, I guess, STDs. Check it out. It's funny. All right, next. Okay, next. Uh, men without job, without hats, versus the grapes of wrath. Well, men without without hats had only one real hit. What was it? Safety dance. Say, so, and they had one follow up, which sounded like the safety dance. Okay, men without hats. No, that I thought they were from a, They are from Montreal. Oh, the safety dance. Pop goes the world. I liked Pop goes the world. I remember. Yeah, it sounded a lot like just reworking the safety the dance well, without the little without the little person dancing in it. Right. Well, I guess they had maybe hit on something and they said, okay, yeah. They put um, an album out in 2012. Did you know that? I did not know No, that. nobody did. Um, no. Grapes of Wrath have a much more uh, consistent output. So I would say Grapes of Wrath over Men Without Hats. Uh, okay, hold on. I just want to... What are you doing? Thing. Keeping score? No, no, no. I'm just like, again, I like this apples to apples comparison. Like, well, the next one is apples to apples. apples. Yeah. The Grapes of Wrath band you know, the next one's apples to apples the kind of apple that has a worm in it. <laughs> the kind of apple that you leave at the bottom of the barrel yeah uh, oh, all the things i wasn't you may be right what was going through my head i know nothing about this band honestly you I don't should look them up they're good they're good um okay oh. let's move on to the next one. Oh, here we go we're getting pretty 80s here platinum blonde or glass tiger <laughs> <laughs> Can I say neither? <laughs> no, you have to give an answer. That's part of the fun. The the lead singer of uh, of men with a, of uh, platinum blonde yeah. back in the day was known as the giantest asshole. Oh, really? He looks yeah. like one. He he just was known as being a an egomaniac giant asshole. I don't have direct information of this. I just have direct information from people who had direct information. Um, Doesn't really matter. That was whereas um, Glass Tiger, uh, Alan Frew, everyone loved Alan Frew. I guess that's the difference between like it's a Glass Tiger. I guess was from originated. Sorry, Platinum Blonde originated in Toronto, and Glass Tiger originated in Newmarket. Well, actually, Glass Tiger, Alan Frew, lives not far from me. Okay, Alan Frew, yeah, there he is, vocals. Never, um, he lives not far from me. But, I still think Glass Tiger is the better band. I'm, they're more recognizable. Don't forget me when I'm gone. Right? My heart would break. Um, I actually like the music of Platinum Blonde better. Oh, boy. Really? Even despite the fact that the guy's a douche? Even in just, yeah, taking the artist out of the art. Okay. I'm, I'm a big fan of Standing in the Dark. Okay. I don't know that song. I couldn't standing even in the dark, 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 dark. <laughs> standing in the dark, standing Still in the dark, nothing. standing in the dark, 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 standing in the dark. This could be a last mistake. Nothing, nothing, man. No idea. Check it out. Don't forget me. All right, and uh, well, the next one. And then the last, last but least. The Tea Party versus Our Lady Peace. Not Our Lady Peace. I don't like the Tea Party as much. Our Lady Peace, I liked a lot. Tea Party had like two good songs. Okay. Jeff Martin, the guy. I've heard. Yeah. The, yeah. The guy who runs the Tea Party wanted yeah. to beat me up. <laughs> he kept telling other VJs that he was going to beat me up because wow. I, I shit on his songs on, on the air and he was going to beat yeah. me up. I think he takes himself really seriously. Oh, so anybody, especially back then, who wore all black all the time. Leather if you're not chair. Johnny Cash, right. then you're just a poser. Right. So uh, I can't, in this case, I can't separate my disdain for the artist from the art. It's just too intertwined. I just, and the, by the way, when I actually came face to face with uh, Jeff Martin, 
Um, he just laughed and wanted to give me a hug. Like, what a wuss. He talks to everyone. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to beat him up. You show me where he is. I'm going to beat him up. And then he meets a hug because he knew that I would kick his ass. You know, well, he took one look at me and knew that I shit bigger than him. Was he like, was he like, like a, I don't know. What did he look like? Was he like a big? He looked a bit like Captain Hook. <laughs> like, like, who is that? Uh, Dustin Hoffman? Well, he had the, the, the sort of long curly-ish hair and he's that little, been, that little soul patch thing. Kept that one look going like all these years. With the, with the mustache? Uh, at least yeah. that's what I remember him looking like. Like kind of like borderline goth, but sort of not. Like uh, borderline goth, full on douche. Right. And Our Lady Peace, Rain Maida or Jeremy Taggart, you ever met any of those guys? Like, do you know? I, I know people who know Jeremy Taggart, and Jeremy Taggart is apparently a really nice guy. Yeah. I, the, the Taggart and Torrance podcast, uh, shout out to those guys. It, yeah. They, both of those guys. Seem yeah. Nice I know, I know John Torrance too, a good guy. There's um, the kind of guys you'd probably want to like, you know, play around a golf with or something. They just sound like Rain Maida just friended me on, on uh, Twitter a little while ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you friend? Um, did he follow you or did he friend you? Oh, followed me on Twitter. You gotta whatever. Get your lingo right. Yeah, did he slide into your DMs? <laughs> I'm gonna beat you within an inch of your life. Um, oh, now who sounds like Jeff Martin? He, uh, uh, Rain Maida did that, but but I was not very nice to Rain Maida back in the day. Oh. Because there was this rumor wow. that he was quite vain and and self centered. Oh. So I used to always make jokes that. Uh, he would only perform places where there was lots of reflective surfaces so he could see himself. <laughs> and unless I'm wrong, he married Chantal Kraviazic. Yeah, she was famous for three months. No, like a good three three years. Was it? Chantal Kraviazic, yeah. Wait, wait for me. I'll be there in a couple of years. Until then, wait for me. Why does everyone, every song... That yeah. you sing sound like the last song you sung. It doesn't matter what the song is; they all sound exactly the same. Because because I'm singing them all. Yeah, same voice. The vocal stylings of of the Anthony Howell. <laughs> you sound like a lounge singer. Well, I'm basically I'm putting it on for the show. I'm not being serious, right? Good luck. I, I hope if not. I were to, if I were to actually sing, I mean that would be dangerous to everybody. Once again, the, we've so far filled about forty five minutes, and we've not talked about anything. I'm quite Let's move on this. to Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, oh yes. Okay, so I have this here. You, uh, you need to do a ongoing... sting for uh, for Gwyneth Paltrow updates. I, I think at this point, at this right? Point, it's like yeah. The ongoing history. Keeping of up with Paltrow. Gwyneth. Yeah, I know Alan Cross has the ongoing history of new music. We have the ongoing history of Gwyneth Paltrow's nonsense. Uh, no, so... the ongoing history of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Okay, scented candle product. For those who don't know, she released uh, her Goop company released a while ago if a candle podcast, called yeah. "This Candle Smells Like My Vagina." Yeah. And then another one that says, this smells like me having sex. Yeah. And another one uh, that says, this smells like I just farted in Chris Martin's mouth and then he blew it into the air. I don't remember that. One. I don't remember that. one. <laughs> I, do remember, I do remember the food line she started with, uh, as you pointed out, the first product was Queef Jerky. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's Queef Jerky. It's our organic line of uh, healthy food snacks. Yeah. Queef jerky um, being the so product. what's the latest, Anthony? So Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop sued. As man claims vagina, vagina canted, scented candle exploded. Sorry, I tripped over my words there a little bit. Uh, another day, another close call for Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina scented candle. Another. Close <laughs> I call. love that article. Another day, <laughs> another close call. Like close how many call. close calls have there been with her vagina scented candle? It's still on the market, and there's a daily close call. Texas resident. Colby Watson is seeking a jury trial and damages of $5 million after an incident in which he claims one of Goop's This Smells Like My Vagina candles exploded on his bedside table. Watson alleges he burned it for around three hours before the candle, quote, exploded and became, quote, engulfed in high flames. According to court documents, the table was left with a, quote, black burn ring and the candle jar was, quote, charred and black, end quote. No injuries were reported, but representatives for Watson are seeking compensation for their client and others who, quote, through no fault of their own, bought defective and dangerous vagina scented candles. Goop has rejected the claim, calling it frivolous and an attempt to secure an outsized payout from a press-heavy product. We Last month, 
A similar experience was reported in The Guardian by Jody Thompson, who won a candle in a work quiz, and the second evening she used it, watched as all oh. hell was unleashed. She said, she said, after a few minutes after I lit the candle, it exploded. Flames roared half a meter out of the jar. And it's, what, what, did they, what did they buy? C4? Holy shit. What are they and making it, these things Bits with? of molten wax flew out as it fizzed and spat. We couldn't wow, get near it to blow it out as the flames were so ferocious. Okay, it's a little candle. This How sounds big? like somebody might be exaggerating. A little. It's very, very spirited language. We didn't want to throw water on it for fear of splashing molten wax everywhere. Luckily, I had placed it on concrete, the base of what was once a fireplace. Thankfully, after what seemed like an age, but was probably no more than five minutes, the flames subsided and I could blow the candle out. Was the candle even intact at this point if it exploded everywhere? The yeah, charred... like I think if, if, if all the, the, the mass of the candle exploded yeah. outwards, what Where's was left to burn? Yeah, what, did you, what part of it did you blow out? This, this is seeming suspicious. Um, the uh, spokesman, concerned spokesman for Goop, contacted offering free products to this, to this Jody Thompson. Do you want more uh, candles? She said, we're in touch with the woman to see if she followed the specific fire safety instructions included with the candle, such as trimming the wick and not burning it for more than two hours. That guy said he burned it for three hours. Should you really up. be? I should you really be selling a candle that you can't burn, that you can't just forget about and leave on? I mean, that happens. That seems like oh, don't burn our candles more than two hours for fear of uh, maiming and third degree burns. I don't know if they have the best uh, the best idea about that. That sounds pretty ridiculous to me, to be honest. Um, the uh, oh, the uh, vagina candle is currently out of stock. Um. The candle is described on Goop's site as having a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent to put us in the mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth. She thinks what? she thinks her vagina has a smells of a sophisticated warmth. Oh my god! What That's does this ridiculous. even mean? You realize these are people. <laughs> people absolute. are going out there and buying a candle that's that that supposedly smells like a vagina. Yeah. Like what? I understand people who get vanilla or yeah. potpourri. Sure. What makes you decide? You want it first of all. What do you think this is going to smell like? Not all yeah. vaginas smell the same. No, so, some are worse than others. Yeah, like, like some are worse than others. Like none of them are any good. Some are worse than others. Some are worse not, than others. Not that they they range from, from pleasant to unpleasant. Some are worse than others. That's, that's I'm, I'm sorry for your experiences. Line. I guess that's um, not a great baseline. Oh, but you know what else I read? Goop has recommended that to reduce reduce the likelihood of sun and, and unexpected explosions, people should stop fingering the candles so hard. That's not true. No, it's not true. All right. No, no I came up with that. I yeah, but the thing is, this is so absurd. I, I had to be sure. Are you sure that they didn't say that? It's yeah, like, I had to be sure. I just thought vagina smell. Oh, it smells like her vagina. I wonder if it feels like it too. So that they're fingering them and they explode. That was. And they figure they get burns on their hands. Yeah, yeah. I was blinded because I got. Re I really got in there. Oh, yeah, you decided to go in for a taste and burn his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> um, the. Uh, I don't understand what would prompt somebody. It's like years ago, there was this uh, Szechuan restaurant near me. Sure. And one of the items on the uh, menu was called funny tasting chicken. And <laughs> Sign like, me up. Who, I'll have that. Who orders that? Like, what does funny tasting mean? Something's like it, lost in translation. Maybe it's spicy or it's... And, and a, a, a guy I was with once, it was a couple of people, a guy, guy ordered it. Yeah. And I said, what does it taste like? This is, it tastes kind of odd. And... I was gonna ask to taste. I was like, no. If you can't give me a specific of what it tastes like, funny tasting is like when you taste something and you discover that maybe it was past the best before date. You're like, yeah. this tastes kind of funny. So it's funny tasting because it came in last month and we still haven't sold it. That's, yeah, it's funny tasting. Um, well, it's a good way to cover up something that's that's uh, rotten. It's exactly. just funny tasting. Hey, we advertise it in the thing. So just the same way, why would you order something called funny tasting chicken? Why would you buy? A candle that allegedly smells like a vagina. Well, clearly it's working. I mean, this other woman won it, though. So I don't know if she bought who, it. Who gives that away as a contest prize? A fun, you know, a, a modern and fun work at workplace. Oh, you won this. Congratulations. What was the, uh, what was the, uh, the uh, second prize? A butt plug shaped like uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was, but it, currently, if this was the, the if this was the first prize, then the second prize probably wasn't as good. 
I, I, I'm sort of sitting here flabbergasted. I'm this flabbergasted is a, we're too. in a world that makes no fucking sense. It's like hard to make jokes about stuff that in itself the stuff are itself. so fucking ridiculous. Like th this is a kind of, a joke about a vagina, a candle that smells like smells like my vagina. That's something that would have been in the classic National Lampoon humor magazine in the Absolutely. 80s. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's so outrageous. Because it's, it's so ridiculous. Because you would never have thought, even in the '90s, that any celebrity would, have. would would you know release release something that said this smells like my nether regions. I'm not going to complain because honestly, like to have this ongoing uh, this ongoing story and and the, the the way it continues to develop is pretty good for us, to be honest. I I, I no, it's not good for us. It's, it's not, not good, good for, for people us. trying to make jokes. Because anytime we make a joke now, people might think, well, that's not telling a joke. That's actually real. Like you talking about fingering the candle. I didn't know if that was true or not. You couldn't tell. <laughs> we live in a world where you can't tell if something's a joke or not. We're in a world where people can't tell a joke anymore. Because... It, used be, it used to be, fuck you if you can't tell it, if you can't uh, uh, tell it. What was it? Fuck you if you can't handle a joke or something. Now it's fuck you if okay. you can't tell it's a joke. You know what I mean? Like people nowadays, they take your jokes as being something literal and then attack right. you um, as yeah, if it was as they... literal. And, and then if you say that it was a joke and they respond and they say, this is not something to joke about. Um, well, I don't get to decide. You know, the, the tighter your asshole squeezes, the, the greater your virtue. Like hey, some of these what? people, I could put a piece of coal in their asshole oh. and it would, they'd squeeze so tight it would turn into a diamond. It's a good way to get diamonds. Guess what? Guess what, Ed? What? I have to, uh, can we take a break? No. Okay. Can We're I, almost done. Could you give me two seconds to go and come back? I have something to attend to shortly. Will you, okay. next time, will you bring like a, a empty <laughs> bottle of, empty water bottle and pee into that? Uh, look, I'll just two sec, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Fuck, I'll be right, right Don't leave a mess on the seat. Okay. You see what I put up with? Um, let's see. What else can I read about this story? Oh, here's a funny story that uh, I want to read you. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the US legislator Rand Paul. The man is like an asshole on legs. He is like one of the worst examples. Oh no, oh no. Um, he's one of the worst examples of Republicans. But the thing is I had this story open and I clicked off of it and I clicked back on and now it says, that I have to subscribe to, uh, to read the story. The story is that Rand Paul, the headline says, Rand Paul points finger at 80s pop star for, after receiving suspicious powder. Basically, uh, Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul of the US accuses 80s music star Richard Marks of encouraging violence. Because um, Marks uh, tweeted that he would like to give a hug. His Rand Paul's neighbor, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, beat the crap out of him because they had some kind of dispute and he beat the crap out of him. And Richard Mark said he'd like to give that guy a hug because Rand Paul recently said he wouldn't get the, uh, the vaccine. Um, and uh, he, uh, Richard Marks basically said that, that he would hug the guy. Rand Paul took that as him encouraging violence against Rand Paul. And uh, what? I'm back. Yeah. And then uh, he got a package containing white powder at his home <laughs> and he blamed Richard Marks. Now, if it was Richard Marks from the 80s, the white powder would probably be cocaine, <laughs> not anthrax. Yeah. Um, but to blame Richard, like to reach down into that, that well to blame Richard Marks. It's like, uh, you know, who's, who's next? Kenny G, let a march on my house. Who's the guy? Yanni? Yeah, Yanni. Yanni's, Yanni's coming after me. Yanni and uh, Zamfir, master of the pan flute, is, incite, <laughs> is inciting uh, violence against me there's with an, his pipes of pan. There's an uprising amongst the easy listening people. <laughs> that, that's yeah. right. They're finally not so easy anymore. They've gotten disgruntled. Yeah. Uh, They've become they ornery. Don't, like, this is an, this is an absurd... Like the thing is, these guys are like, like Rand Paul are so out of touch. They're part of the problem in the world. In addition to being evil people who pass very evil laws, um, they don't, they're, they're, they're not capable of stepping outside themselves and looking objectively at things. They don't realize how ridiculous they make the world when they, he accuses Richard Marx 
I'll be right there waiting for you. Do 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 do. You know what it was like? He maybe he gave maybe he sent Rand Paul a piano, like the one in the Bugs Bunny thing, where if you hit a certain key, it, a, a dynamite stick would go it, off. It explodes. Do 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 then 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 Yosemite Sam ran in and said, "No, you got to do it like this." And he did it the right way, and it blew up on him. That's probably it. This is absurd. Um, speaking of absurd, maybe not so absurd, but I started like sometimes you have a hard time going to sleep. You know what I mean? Not me. So, well, sometimes I do. If I've had too much, one too well, many. I can fall asleep anywhere. That's the thing about being male. You can, can basically fall asleep anywhere, sitting in a chair, hanging upside down, anywhere. Men can just fall asleep just very quickly. So I've been listening. I've been trying to think of like it's nice to fall asleep to either the sound of the ocean or to a rainstorm or a thunderstorm or something. Cause I got a little, we got a little speaker in our room so we can just connect that and listen to it and set it to a sleep timer. It goes to sleep at about forty five minutes in, so you know you're fine when you wake up. But I found this one called Babbling Brooks, and uh, it's called Tranquil Sounds of Babbling Brooks. And I want to just play it for you here. Maybe the audience can hear it as well. And do you tell me what you think this sounds like? babbling brooks and then i realized all right okay you tell me that's a good idea when you're trying to keep an audience engaged put on something that'll make you go to sleep you hear that can you hear that it sounds either like yeah i can hear it all right let's take that away i think it sounds either like an invasion of locusts (laughs) or it sounds a bit like a very intense laser battle between X-Wings and a Star Destroyer. It doesn't sound to you like the sound recordist was maybe trying to, like, bump up the track by, like, I don't know, taking a leak in the brook? It sounds like a guy taking a leak. So I had to turn it off. I couldn't I couldn't fall asleep. What kind of volume do you up. have with your urine that that sounds like someone taking a leak? <laughs> From far away and at low volume, it's like the highs just kick through. And it just sounds like... I just had to turn it off because it was like babbling brook. I don't think so. I think it's more like sound recorded. What are you pissing. buying this shit for? I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. It's on Spotify. It's just a playlist on Spotify. Why did you waste your time downloading it then? I didn't. Well, I haven't downloaded it either. I just typed in babbling brooks because I like the sound of that. You know, when you're walking by a creek and it's making that noise or or or, or, or whatever. It's like, Why oh, you go to a creek and well, record I take, it? I, I take the dog down. Because oh, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Then it'll, then you'll know it's a creek, and if it sounds like someone's pissing, you'll know it was you. It was it would definitely be me because or I, Jonesy. I can't go more than an hour without having to. Yeah, you've got like should, a child's bladder. Do you think I should stop drinking so much water? I ordered a uh, this cup. It kind of looks like a fast food cup, but it's like all flat black and reusable from around the house. It's got like a straw that came with it, and I can fill it with whatever. But I, I use that, and I just kind of walk around when I'm feeling thirsty. I I take a pull. Uh, do you think I'm drinking too much water? I think I'm drinking too much water if I can't make it through a podcast without having to get up to, to go to the bathroom. I would agree. And by the way, um, another way of, uh, of having a, a cup uh, full of water is to have a cup full of water without having to order one in special matte black. <laughs> you waste money. Simple the money water. you waste. <laughs> the money you speaking, waste. Speaking of which, since that Indiegogo money came through, we're going to need to negotiate something because I'm, I'm going to go broke here pretty soon. Yeah, I want to subsidize that lifestyle. <laughs> you can put uh, you can put stipulations on it if you want. I can show you my uh, my financial statements if you need to know that it's going to the right place. Oh yes, I, I want oversight over all of your affairs. I'm not I'm not busy. You're not busy. This is what I want to do. I want to <laughs> I want to administer your estate. <laughs> this is what I want. Hey, you know, I, I consider you to be like a mentor and and that kind of stuff. So maybe it's something you could uh, you could help me with if I were to ask you in the right way. Don't consider me a mentor. Don't, consider... <laughs> I Don't haven't... do what I did. I'm clearly not learning anything. That's for sure. No, well, you are. You guys are. You and Giada have a a uh, hair salon, which yeah. is a solid business, yeah. which is a physical business, which you guys control. Yeah. You're not in the ridiculous Canadian entertainment business, which is barely a business, um, <laughs> which takes uses your own popularity against you and says, no, you're too popular. We want to find somebody no one's ever heard of. Um, so you, you're already doing better than me. If I could, I'd go back and open a salon. Well, I mean, if you want to manage one, we're probably going to open another one soon. All right, I'll manage your salon. Hell with this shit. <laughs> we can set up a little studio in the basement and we'll just do the podcast from there and it'll just be for fun. 
what is it for now? Oh, right. <laughs> I guess it's for fun. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time for us to go. We've, we've spent enough time. Sure. And uh, we, I don't know if we talked about anything of any value, um, but if you got some entertainment value out of it, I'm, I'm glad you did. Yeah. I got to turn a fan on here. It's a little hot in my office. Take us with you on your commute. Have us on in the background while you're preparing dinner. Oh, and here's where we play. Here's where we play the uh, the little jingle, uh, the the email jingle. Oh yes, let's remind people. Ready? Here we go. Here's the jingle. Here it goes. Here at Ed the Sock Lives, we care about our listeners, and that's why we want to hear from you. Send us your comments, questions, random thoughts, credit card information, social insurance number, or anything else you think we can use as material on the show. Ed at edthesock.com. Ed at edthesock.com. That's Ed at edthesock.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Wow, that's long. It's not long. I got everything in there. You said three times. You have to repeat the email three times. You keep saying that. It's a theme. I thought I would let that. that Got to get to it faster. Anyway, um, that's it. Anthony Howell, thank you for joining me. Always a pleasure, Ed. And uh, uh, I'm Ed the Sock. Find me on Twitter at Ed the Sock. On Instagram, Ed underscore the underscore Sock. On Facebook, Ed the Sock. Take a look for me soon. You'll see new Music Nation stuff popping up. uh, Aiming for July 1st, Canada Day. to Start releasing new content. Um, so stick around for that. And uh, that's it. Uh, I'm Ed the Sock. And for Anthony Howell, rather be a smart ass than a dumbass. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Ed the Sock is-